0: One fund on point for today and the expert to talk about it. This is the ETF of the week. Welcome to the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, vice chairman at Vetify, a site that is built to help you be a better investor in exchange traded funds. It's got what's new, what's changing, what's different. What's going on, and all the research to support you? You can learn more about it and your funds at vetify.com. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Ola Chuck, how are you? Well, that's a little clue as to what we're about to find out, which is your ETF of the week is
1: the Franklin FTSE Russell Mexico ETF, ticker symbol FLMX. The Franklin FTSE Mexico
0: ETF. It's ticker FLMX. And I got to tell you, Tom, I was in a different direction. See, I see FLMX and it gets me to one of my favorite words, flummox. I got to tell you, Mexico right now, given everything that's happened, I'm a little flummoxed here. Now, let's go the other way. We can go to some of Mexico's favorite exports. A little tequila may help calm that problem for me, or you're going to have
1: to calm it. Why this ETF now? Because, yeah, I'm a little flummoxed. Well, Chuck, it's natural to not feel like you want to invest in anything just because from a fundamental or a media standpoint, you're not feeling great about it. However, Mexico has been on fire. Year-to-date, this ETF is up 16%, blowing away what we're seeing with the S&P at 4%, or even the QQQs, the NASDAQ 100, that's up over 10%. On top of that, the PE ratio is almost only 60% of what we're seeing with the S&P 500. So here's an opportunity, an area of the market that's been beat up tremendously, but it's amazing how many publicly traded companies there are in Mexico, how diversified the constituents are in Mexico, where they're great valuations today to choose from. And on top of that, the trend is surely in place. I mean, you and I have spent some time in the last three months identifying the fact that, yeah, it's been a great 10 years for the S&P 500, but maybe the pendulum has swung and they're going to be not only other areas in the U.S. like mid caps and small caps, but also areas overseas that have the right valuation, have the right trends and have the right opportunities where they may outperform the stalwart S&P 500 that has done so well over the years. The part that
0: surprises me, that has me flummoxed, is not the performance side, because there's no question the performance story is exactly what you've laid it out to be. The part for me is that people are so nervous about the U.S. economy and inflation here, and the economic problems we're facing. Well, Mexico's facing a few more, and that's the side of does it at all worry you to? Invest in that economy at this time.
1: Here's the thing when you dive into the types of companies that are there cell phone companies, banks, Walmart Mexico, Grupo Mexico, CMEX, you know, the biggest cement company there, the airline industry, they have a very, very good economy and they have a lot of people with a decent amount of money that are consuming a decent amount of products. So look, regardless of how we feel about it, Mexico in general feels like they're doing pretty well. It is an opportunity to grab an index where you can participate in the economy in general at a really decent price. So all you need to do is go in and look at the top 10 holdings. And I think after that, you'll shake your head and say, yeah, that makes some sense.
0: No question, it's gonna diversify your portfolio. You know. When I started as a mutual funds columnist at the Boston Globe more years ago than I care to remember, the common thing then was, boy, if you're an average investor, you don't want to take a chance on a single country fund. ETFs were not really a thing back then, but there's still a little bit of single country risk. Is that the reason why this should be for anybody who's looking at it? A 200-day moving average play
1: like this is pure trend following? It is a single country risk, and the overall market cap in Mexico compared to the U.S. is not that big. However, we've seen here in the U.S., even though there's been a bit of a rebound off the the lows that we saw in late October and early November, there hasn't been a sustainable uptick where we have seen in some developed international countries and also some emerging market countries like Mexico.
0: How much of a portfolio are you willing to let this be, and where does the money come from?
1: Well, if you've got an emerging market allocation in your buy and hold allocator, you've got a little bit of Mexico. A little bit. Most of an emerging market, whether it's being a mutual fund or an ETF, is mostly invested in areas like China, which might be sixty percent, or Brazil, for example. The allocation that you're probably having in a Mexico ETF index is going to be seven to ten percent max, but. We know a lot more about it, Mexico. It's it's our neighbor, and there are a lot of good things going on. I'm not sure that I'm going to be going down to Tijuana anytime soon, the way I did when I first came out to Southern California 30 years ago. However, there are people who love it. There are resort areas that are very, very safe. But on top of that, it's got a base economy that continues to perform very, very well And there's a huge amount of people within the country of Mexico that are living and thriving and doing great. It's a really interesting play. Just one other question here. You know, you
0: talk about having it as an addition to your emerging market stuff. In the past, as I mentioned, you know, folks would talk about single country risk. There would be some folks who I would talk to who would say, if you're going to do single country exposure, you want to have several single countries. In other words, you want to say, here's my emerging markets that gets me to a few things and then country A, country B, country C. Do you feel that if somebody's going to have single country risk, it should just be one or you're okay with one? Or would you hope that if you're going to delve into something like this, you're also going to be taking a look at whatever other country it might be, pick any nation that there's a mutual fund for, and there's a mutual fund for pretty much everything?
1: Chuck, it always comes down to when we have these podcasts at the end, what does somebody do with this recommendation? In some instances, there may be people that will be tied to Mexico and want to have a long-term position, 5 to 10%. Great. Here's an opportunity. At the same time, if you're a trend follower, you could follow trends with an emerging market diversified index or ETF or fund, but by making that choice, you're going to have a much greater position in China than you will in Mexico. If you like Mexico for some reason, However, you want to watch it closely, put a 200-day average on it. It's above its 200-day average right now. We are seeing other areas of the world that are doing much better than the U.S., and the valuation is there. But it all comes down to what you want in your portfolio and the time that you have to follow it. What you don't want to do is say, yeah, following on a 200-day average sounds great. I'm going to buy 10% and then not pay attention to it, and that's when you get hurt. It's the FLMX. Don't be flummoxed by the Franklin FTSE
0: Mexico ETF. The ETF of the week from Tom Lydon at Vetify. Tom, thanks so much. Buenos dias, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. You can learn all about my hour long weekday podcast by going to moneylifeshow.com or by looking for us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you want to learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, well, make sure you check out vetify.com. There's everything there you need to be a well-supported, sound, savvy investor in ETFs. They're on Twitter, at Veta underscore Fi and Tom Lydon. Their vice chairman, my guest, he's on Twitter too. He's at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. Follow along on your favorite podcast app, tell your friends about us, and come back next week. And until then, happy investing.